What's going on, guys? Macho Man Matty Savage here from the Smack Talk team. Alongside me, I've got Insider BA, Timo, and Dan Go. Guys, we're here to talk WWE TLC's pay-per-view coming to you live this Sunday, only on the WWE Network. So, guys, you know how this goes. Before we even get into anything, I'm going to flip it over to Insider BA, who's going to hit us with the social media. So if you ain't doing it already, you're messing up because Smack Talk is running wild on every single social media platform that I know off the top of the dome. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Now on Spotify, at underscore Smack Talk for Instagram, Twitter, and of course, everything will be in the link of the video on our YouTube channel. Give us a subscribe over there. But Spotify, this is going to – we're on Spotify, guys. It's that simple. If you have a long drive from home – then it's that simple. We're going to have our predictions up right now. And then you can just tune in to the Raw recap, an AEW recap that Macho Man and Dan Gold do every week. Just give us a follow, a like, a share, retweet, and subscribe. Wow. So this is it, guys. This is the final pay-per-view of 2020. It's been a hell of a year. Um, it can only go up from here. I mean, Royal Rumble's coming after this, but... Working with what we've got at hand right now, we've got six matches on the card to get into. And does anybody want to share any thoughts as a whole of how you're feeling about this pay-per-view before we dive in? Yeah, I'd jump, in, jump right in. Um, just going to put in the obvious low viewership that Rogers had. How can they recapture the viewership on this pay-per-view? You know they're going to try to bring up all the stops. There was a rumor out there that they're trying to bring in more adult content for USA. This is the perfect setup for TLC to just drive it home for 2020. They need to plan a big 2021, and it needs to start with TLC. It doesn't start with TLC. I'll tell you that much right now. It starts with the Royal Rumble. 100% in one month's time, the Royal Rumble will be the beginning of WrestleMania season, of course, and it will be the beginning of them trying to fix their their crap. Okay. Well, USA Network's putting uh, WWE on the clock here, so yeah. if it ain't ha if it ain't starting at TLC, it's gonna start on the Monday night right after that. So maybe, maybe this is why we watch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive right into it, guys. Uh, I'm gonna kick it off. I'm gonna move it over to Timo for the first prediction here. First match I've got to talk about. Let's get this shit out of the way. I'm talking Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax defending the, the women's tag titles against Asuka and TBD. That means to be determined for those of you that don't know what the fuck that means. And that means Lana was taken out of this match, which then means, to me, Lana will be back in this yes. match. So I feel that like is going to be my prediction yeah. for who's going to be the, the TBD. But, Timo, who you got? You know, TBD, they have a really bad history uh, on um, whoever the superstar is. They have a really bad history in the WWE. Whoever TBD is, nobody ever really likes them. It's going to be Lana coming back. And I feel like I kind of actually do like Asuka and Lana together. It's not great wrestling. It's not the greatest storyline, but it's somewhat entertaining. And it actually makes Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler better because right now, they suck. They should be individual. You should have Nia Jax. You should have Shayna Baszler. If you're going to put them in a tag team, you're going to have to be, I don't know, make them dominant, which 
I don't really think they have been. They haven't been as dominant as you would think these two should be. They should be dominant. They should be running through women's tag teams, and you should be building them up that way for the eventual split. They face each other. It's it's a formula that works, WWE. Get it together. I do think they're going to win, however. They have to retain the tag team titles because I don't – although I think Asuka and Lana have been as entertaining as they can be with what they've been giving – I don't think they're going to be tag team champions and have a long run or any kind of run. So Shayna and uh, Nia Jax retain. And I don't know what you do next with Asuka and Lana. Hopefully you have Asuka go back to having a nice singles run for when everybody starts to come back and you have a division. All right. Let me tell you what's going to happen, Tim, with the whole Lana, Asuka, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are going to win this match. My to be decided, I ain't going to go safe. I really don't give a shit. I'm going to throw a dart. It's going to be Melina. She signed back with the company back in September. She's been in the Performance Center. And why not? Why would you take Lana out on the Monday before the pay-per-view? Maybe because they, oh, wow, we really suck. This storyline's crap. And why wouldn't you make this match a tables match? It's a TLC pay-per-view. The whole storyline is been behind a freaking table. Literally. And you don't make the match a tables match? Come so on, man. A table. So Lana's not in the match. So how can exactly? You? So hey, maybe maybe I, I do. I I wouldn't be surprised if Lana. Oh my God, it's Lana. She's the two BD. Like who cares? Like I don't mind the whole Lana. What they've been doing with her, I don't mind. The thing I I really hate is of course Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler as a team. We've already been talked about that. I really hate the fact that your woman's champion for Monday Night Raw is in a women's tag team championship match. Why can't they ever book them separately? It's so simple. You have these two idiots teaming up together when they shouldn't be, and then you have Asuka trying to be something with the Raw Women's Champion. Of course, we know the women's division's in shambles, and of course, we need Charlotte. Becky Lynch is a big loss as well. But, like, you're throwing all these tag teams together, Mandy Rose with Dana Brooke. Payne Royce with Lacey Evans. Why? Why, why, why? So I'm just going to end it with TBD is Melina because I don't care. And maybe it is just to be a surprise for the end of the year because every single time they bring back an old legend like her, it, I mean legend, but whatever, but when they bring back someone like that, they throw her into something stupid like TBD. Here you are. And as far as who wins the match, Hijack Sheena Baszler. And that's it. I'm just going to end it on that. Who's taking so, the Oh, it's taking the pin. Um, let me write it down. That's a good question. I have it's got to be Lana. I, oh, oh, this is the meaning behind Timmy's statement. Well, that I was trying to make. Oscar takes the pin because it sets up a probably a handicap match for the women's title at Royal Rumble, which is going to be even more whack. Boy, exactly. Boy. I just booked it. For I don't you. like where you just went with that. I know it's WWE. They're in shambles. So for those who are just tuning in, if this is the first time you're tuning into the Smack Talk podcast, you're probably asking yourself, man, why are they asking all these random questions? Of who's winning? Who's taking the pin? Well, let's break it down for you. This is a pay-per-view podcast where there is a chop on the line. So we are asking who wins the match. We have to throw some curveballs in it because everybody just can't go perfect. You know what I'm saying? So who takes the pin? Um, who opens the show? Who closes the show? Stay tuned. This is all going to make sense at the end. And if you been watching you should be writing down your picks of these questions as i will go next i actually have oscar and tbd winning because 
the TBD is going to be Lana. So if you're keeping track at home, Lana is going to be my surprise TBD appearance person. Here's why I went that route. I believe it was like roughly this time last year where it was Nia Jax who was getting bullied and they made a big deal about being bullied and how bullying overcomes and la da 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 da. It just so happens that you see Nia who was bullied become the bully. So the story don't make sense on how we're trying to get away from bullying when Nia Jax just became the bully anyway. It don't make sense to me. So now I'm just referencing hey Daniel, that. that's how real life works sometimes. You know? <laughs> but you live to see yourself be the bad guy. <laughs> right. That's, it's, it's true. In psychology, the person that gets bullied usually grows up and ends up being a bully. Hey, I mean, I don't think WWE is that smart. What I'm trying, what all I'm saying is, if I bring it back to last year, um, we obviously knew the bully won that match, being Ijax. So I'm just using that same formula, bring it on to TLC. I got Lana winning this, and I have Nijax taking the pin. Ouch. All right, Tim, who, who takes the pin? I don't know if I heard. I, uh, Lana. Lana takes the pin. Okay. So yeah, I've got TBD as Lana. I've got TBD which is probably Lana. It doesn't matter who it is taking the pin. I've got Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax retaining. I'm not really going to get into it. If you haven't already, you should be listening to my uh, Raw recaps every week. I'm bringing you my feelings of what I'm watching every Monday night. And man, this woman's division is trash. And the other reason I'm going with Baszler and Jax, it's a simple fact that you just reintroduced the pairing of Mandy Rose, who's now back from injury and Dana Brooks, so that's what they're going to get fed next. So I got them. I got Baszler and Jax retaining, and that's really all I got to say about that. Yeah. I would say Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, could be, could be the potential next contender. The team that will take the titles off now, Jax and Shayna Baszler, today's date is um, December 19th. <laughs> I really have to think of what month it is. <laughs> The Riot Squad with Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot wow. taking those titles off of those females. Well done. Well done. I just want to piggyback off the Spotify little dash there. Um, if you haven't listened and you want to, this is something for you to take note. Macho Man Maddie Savage will always deliver a grade, a letter grade on every Raw recap. And it's been fire, so please listen. It's simple, guys. It's three hours and 15, 20 minutes, 10, 15, whatever it is. I mean, it's a lot. It's easier than watching three hours of Raw. I'll tell you that. Amen. So let's keep let's keep talking about the tag team picture. We're talking now the New Day defending the Raw tag titles against the Hurt Business, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Good job. Guys, where are we going here? Gold to the 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 Hurt Business. It's got to be. I got Hurt Business taking the win finally. Um, and I'm going to tell you who gets pinned, which is going to be another bonus question. I got my boy Kofi Kingston taking the L here. And the only reason why I went that way was because this, this come together of these, these two teams have been Kofi getting in his own head and trying to show up and show out every time. So I think it's only right for your boy Kofi Kingston to take that L. Her business needs gold, man. They are money. Yep. Simple. 100%. I'm going to also piggyback off you and say everything you just said is exactly what I have, um, except for the fact that I have Xavier Woods taking the pin because I always choose Xavier Woods. <laughs> He's fair. just a fall guy. He's just a fall guy. So I, I'm I, gonna, I, I, Yeah, go ahead. 
I'm just going to piggyback off Brian. I have the same exact thing. I have the Hurt Business winning. They're going to be they're going to get the new gold. And I I like your theory with Kofi Kingston. You know, he's been getting in his own head, but I still think it's going to be uh, Xavier Woods taking the pin because Kofi, former champion, still got to protect him a little bit. Um, and I would just like to say the Hurt Business is what a faction, a this is how you build a faction. Like they can win, they can lose, they keep on trucking. You like to see them every week and they're just entertaining. Yep, yep. Well put, Tim. So I'm going to agree with everybody here. I've got the Hurt Business getting the gold finally. Again, they've lost twice already over the past month. They somehow found their way back into the title picture again. They never really left it, even though they lost twice. They lost twice, guys. Yeah. Don't matter. But third time's a charm. We've got yeah. new champs, and I've got Xavier Woods taking the pin, which brings us to our next match. Sasha Banks defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Carmella. B.A., what do you got for this? Let me start this one off because I actually watched SmackDown last night. Um, I am behind the whole Carmella, uh, reborn Carmella, however you want to call her new gimmick, or like the whole bubbly gimmick and uh, everything with like she's untouchable and, and the whole thing. Like I watched Talking Smack after SmackDown and – she put Booker T in his spot by saying, basically, because Booker T said, Sasha Banks has been, like, making history and, like, you haven't really done anything. And then Carmella snapped back. He's like, what are you talking about? I haven't made history. I have been the two-time Women's Money in the Bank winner, first overall ever, and then second, second winner. And then I've defeated Charlotte many times. I've defeated Asuka many times. What has Sasha Banks done that I have not done? Yeah, she might be the Grand Slam champion or she might do this and that. But the fact that you're decrediting me of what I am capable of doing, I didn't realize how much Carmella has accomplished because of what happened to Carmella in between when Sasha Banks was like up and down. Carmella went into that like gimmick with our truth where like she was just kind of like a, a comedy act, but still performing. And Sasha Banks was always on the losing end or the winning end because you always build around the four-horse women. Uh, so Carmella, of course, is on the outside of the four-horse women as well as my girl Alexa Bliss. But they never get the credit for what they've actually done these past few years because it's always about Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. That's always the, fir the first four that comes to mind. So, however, I'm still going to pick Sasha Banks to win this Sunday because she just won it and she just has to keep on going for SmackDown to stay afloat. So I just want to say, I kind of agree with Brian. I think Sasha Bank wins. This, this is how you start building a good title reign. Carmella, not the most dominant force inside the ring. She's not a super athlete. She's not larger than life, but her character work is some of the best in the WWE for the women's division. Yeah. She has accomplished more than people give her credit for. And again, not just with her athletic performance, but just her character. Her character is always one that takes advantages, takes advantage of the opportunity she's given. Um, you know, she's, she can be kind of sneaky good in some of those matches. She sells really well. Her storytelling in the ring is really good and it makes for good matches. And I think Carmella is the perfect opponent, you know, not going to have a five-star match uh, physically, but it's going to be entertaining, and she's going to have you invested in it. And when Sasha eventually wins and moves on to the next opponent, 
it's a good foundation to build on. So I have Sasha Banks retaining, but I think this is going to be a good stepping stone for both Sasha and Carmella. Yep. So the way that I'm looking at this for Sasha Banks, and I'm just going to go back to BA. Uh, BA mentioned that Sasha Banks has always been an up and down competitor. I totally agree with that statement. Here's the difference with Carmella. No matter how high or how low Carmella has been, she's never reached the pinnacle of where Sasha's low meets. That's just my opinion. So she's always been the underdog and everything. And she took a real demotion when she went with R-Truth. Granted, it was hilarious. It was just a, a skit. And it shouldn't have been. She should have been wrestling. She should have been the eye. The, she, I get it. It's, the, it's been the, horse horsewoman, the four horsewomen. Totally agree with that as well. However, you got to learn to build within. And they haven't trusted Carmella with that. How, and I'm just going to make my pick, my surprise, y'all. Uh, I do actually have Carmella winning. And I'm going to go back again to BA's up and down with Sasha Banks. This is going to be a down for Sasha Banks. But these two can really hit it off, bring this feud to Royal Rumble, and send it home. Carmella, you're the champ for a month, girl. Oh, it's going to be a down like for your chest, too. Oof. I like it. I don't, no, 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 no. I think, I think Dango's got a chance here. Yeah, I think those are fair points, honestly. I mean, I could definitely see Carmella getting the win and holding the title for a month and then losing it at the Rumble. He did it with Drew McIntyre. He did it. You're right. You're right. That's a fair argument from Dan Go, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with B.A. and Tim on this one. I've got Sasha Banks retaining for the simple fact that although that is a great point brought up, to me, where Sasha currently stands, I mean, how, <clears throat> how many successful title defenses has she had now? Just the one against Bailey, right? Right. So far, this is like in her entire main roster career. Yep. So, yeah. Man, it just would kill me to see her take the loss here. But I'm going Sasha Banks retaining here. Let's bring it. Keep it rolling, boys. Firefly Inferno match. Yes. We've got The Fiend, Bray Wyatt against Randy Orton. Maybe potentially the, the most interesting match on this card, just for the simple fact that they just made it some kind of Inferno match. And I, don't, I have no idea what that even means. So can I just say this? Um, the reason why Raw is still standing, I guess, is because of the feet. But the problem as to why they're failing in ratings is because of the feet. So the reason why I say that is Bring because it. the fiends and anything he does with Bray Wyatt on Monday Night Raw can be caught in highlights the next day. You don't actually have to watch the show to see what he does. You don't have to watch the match. You don't have to you, like. You can literally watch every highlight the day after. When it comes to Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Lana, Nia Jax, all the other crap that's going on, yeah, you got to kind of watch the show to see, well, why is this happening? Why is Lana all of a sudden out of the match? Why? Like, so that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, the Fiend, I love the Fiend. And then moving, him moving to Raw, of course, was the big trade because Seth Rollins and everybody else went to SmackDown. Roman Reigns is over there. They needed someone that's entertaining to keep the viewers. The problem is, I'm not saying he can't keep the viewers. It's just the stuff he does can be not be seen live. And that's the unfortunate thing because of his character, his character is. It's not his fault. It's just the way WWE's booking everything in general with the other two and a half hour crap that's behind him. 
So I have the Fiend, of course, winning this Inferno uh, Firefly match, Firefly Inferno match. And I hope it is better than what the payoff was at WrestleMania years ago, and I believe 33, when it was Randy Orton <laughs> and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, cockroaches in the ring that year. Yeah. We did. So, again, I have no idea what's in store for this Infernal match, what a Firefly Infernal match is. And unfortunately for us, the WWE Universe, wow, I just sounded like Kurt Angle there, the WWE Universe, (laughs) we've already seen and been prepped for how disappointing this possibly could be going back to WrestleMania 33, his other match with Orton. It was just a bunch of graphics put onto the ring. So I don't think they're going to make that mistake again. I have higher hopes for this match. Um, I think Bray Wyatt needs to win this time around because if he loses two of these, this is his his match, right? A Firefly Infernal match is his match. Yep. He had the last match at WrestleMania. It was supposed to be his match. He needs to win this one to come out with any kind of credibility going forward. So... I mean, I'm picking partly with my heart, partly with logic. But this is the WWE, so you never know how badly they can screw things up. Yep, he lost to Goldberg. But I just want to touch on the ratings. I think part of why the ratings are down is because you don't have to tune in next week to figure out what the consequences of everything that happened this week are. Like, nothing matters week to week. Like, some crazy storyline could be going on and, like, a devastating loss or great win or just something happens and then next week it gets completely rewritten you were invested and it changes and it just doesn't matter you don't have to tune in to find out what happens every week because then yes as brian said you have highlights online that highlight everything but not only that the continuity isn't there there's no investment you have no investment in raw or the storyline or anything because time and time again every time you make that investment they subvert your your expectations you know so that that's one thing that AEW does a lot better even NXT um things matter week to week and I think before anything because you have the best superstars the most the writers probably getting paid the most in the industry and none of that matters it's just because you need to make things count and make things matter and they don't i couldn't agree anymore uh obviously raw has been failing for some time now uh just gonna bring this back i think it was the two-year anniversary of when triple h got on the mic and said you know i'm not gonna watch the show anymore like pretending to be fans and here we are two years later three million people are out not watching not giving a damn don't tell me that there was a great football game that you didn't watch Raw be- because you ain't telling me three million people. Like, it's been Monday Night Football for two years now. Come on. They have lost the drive for Raw. You can see it uh, in the athletes when they bring in out the noise. It's just not 100% in because they don't know what their next job is next week. Um, don't want to go crazy on this. Bring it back to the Fiend versus Orton. This is going to be my match of the night, obviously, because it's going to be epic. (laughs) We don't know what's going on, so they got to make it epic. I have the Fiend winning here um, because he does need to win here. He's the Fiend. We got to keep – this is the best thing Raw has right now. And for them to have the Fiend lose 
ain't going to help the ratings next week, like Monday. It's just not. Fiend takes the dub it. He kind of has to. Yeah, I think there's no doubt, no doubt in my mind and clearly all of yours that the Fiend is not losing here. I mean, yeah, he lost to Goldberg, but he's not going to lose this match to Randy Orton. I mean, he's shown week after week that although Randy might think that he does have the answer to Bray's questions, he's always got another question to ask of Randy. So he, he can't figure him out. You know, he tried to burn him in the, in the wooden crate this past week and out comes the fiend, which that was great. Um, man, it's the best thing going on raw right now. Firefly Inferno, I have no idea what's going to happen here. I think this is going to be some kind of a cinematic match. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but Fiend's got to get the win here. I don't think this is match of the night, though. Okay. Yeah. Matt, can I just... Go ahead. Can I just say this about what you said about the whole casket? Or whatever he had, the box was on fire. Wooden crate. Um, uh, wooden crate, yes. So I read a comment outline common online online that made perfect sense with what happened this past Monday and the fact that WWE no longer prolongs things. They immediately go right for the finish line as soon as they just start it in the beginning of the night. So they had Randy Orton burn the wooden crate like how Randy Orton, old baby face, like young Randy Orton, burned Undertaker's casket with him inside. And then months later, a burning casket that got shot by a lightning bolt, bang, here's, here's Undertaker back from the dead. The Fiend, I know it's a different character, obviously, but the Fiend has the same supernatural things as the Undertaker character. And, and in one, in literally 30 seconds, the wooden crate's burning, and then bang, the Fiend is here. It's like magic. I know it's just like it defeats the whole thing of like you can prolong this you can literally prolong this if you wanted to I just want to say I, I understand that that's probably a better uh, strategy to prolong it you know create that intrigue but the fiend's whole character has always been by god you just killed the fiend and he's standing right back up and now yeah. you're dead like that kind of thing it's like always been yeah. the fiend's thing is like you can do whatever you want to him and it doesn't phase him and he's right back in your face so I can understand why they went for that the reason they can't prolong is because they can't afford to at this point. That's, yeah, that too. Yeah. That's the thing. They can't afford to say, Bray, I know you're – maybe he was hurt, let's just say. We'll have you off TV for a month or two, and then we'll bring you back. What a surprise. You can't afford that, especially when you got one and a half million viewers a week and dropping. Yep. So – Let's talk about our two main events now. It's the two title matches. First one I want to get into, Roman Reigns defending the universal title, the head of the table, against Kevin Owens. It's a TLC match. Guys, Kevin Owens, is, is, is he going to be the one? Not a damn chance. This is just a little speed bump in the road of Roman Reigns being the head of the table for a really long time. Let's be serious. SmackDown has struck in gold with the head of the table, your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. I've said this on multiple podcasts in the past. Uh, Roman Reigns is the guy to beat in the WWE. I have Roman obviously keeping the victorious go the vic victory streak moving along. Um, I don't care how he gets it done. You know there's going to be interference. Roman Reigns needs to keep this going with Paul Heyman because honestly 
this is the best thing that we've all gotten to witness for a really long time. So let's keep the train moving. So uh, the one thing about this match, of course, it is the TLC, it's a TLC pay-per-view. This is a TLC main event. Um, all of the other matches we just talked about, except for Bray Wyatt, uh, The Fiend versus Randy Orton, are all singles matches. And um, it's, that's another thing about this card is like typically in the previous years, they have a, a chairs match where this is the only weapon you can use or a tables match that they should have done with the Nia Jax match. So there's only the two steel steps match. Steel. Oh my God. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Make that um, a pay-per-view name. <laughs> so this there's I, I, it's like 50, 50, how I feel about it. It's like, you know what? It's just TLC that we're going to have two world championship matches, TLC bang. But like, you could add Sasha Banks versus Carmella maybe in a ladder match. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's something you could add more spice to these matches, and WWE chose not to. So the main events, of course, are this one right here. I have Roman Reigns, the head of the table, the tribal chief, the undisputed, reigning, defending, however Paul Heyman's going to announce him. Reignsing. Reignsing. Roman Reigns wins this matchup against Kevin Owens. Go ahead, Matt. So, Roman Reigns is obviously going to retain here, but I'm just going back to what you were mentioning with the TLC pay-per-view, how they haven't had tables matches, ladder matches, whatever. I've thought about this from a different perspective, more of a business perspective, I guess you could say. This pay-per-view is called Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. It's dedicated towards the TLC match itself. So the fact that you're just saving two matches, your two biggest matches, to have right. them in that type of a match to me that's a perfect way to build a pay-per-view that's why i'm 50 50 that's why i'm 50 50 on the fact of what they did here and i love I kevin owens i love kevin owens but you're just not going to get past the head of the table at this point no just before timo makes his picks i just want to say i completely <sighs> disagree with that first of all the fact that all of these matches aren't tlc matches makes you think the name TLC for a pay-per-view is whack. Get it off my damn show. If you're going to make it a TLC match, you got to have every match on this damn thing TLC. No. So let me just piggyback off that real quick. First of all, I don't think we need to predict much. Roman Reigns is winning. Here's the thing about TLC. You can't name pay-per-view matches and schedule them in advance after like a stipulation because now you have to force the storyline around a stipulation like TLC. It used to happen back in the day where the storyline would build and organically come, well, we got to settle this with a TLC match. Now right. it's just like, hmm, we've had this feud. TLC is next weekend. Uh, let's find a way to get ladders and chairs in it. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make logical sense. It doesn't matter. However, like Carmella, I feel like Kevin Owens is a perfect matchup for Roman Reigns because he builds the story, builds the legend. He's a fighter. He's going to go out on his shield. He's going to die for this match. And that is exactly the match, however good or bad it is, helps Roman, keeps his steam going, and it's just great. So we got Roman across the board, it sounds like. Yes, yes sir. sir. All right, guys. Main event time. It's the last match on the card. And I saved this one for last because, again, we've got the Miz hanging in the background with the money in the bank briefcase. Yep. We're talking Drew McIntyre defending the WWE Championship against – who's he facing? AJ Styles. Good God. See, when I don't look at my agenda, 
Man, I tried, oh. I tried shooting from the hip, couldn't even remember it was AJ Styles because he's fallen kind of irrelevant in this goddamn fucking match because the, everything is centered around Miz and Morrison, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus. AJ Styles and almost. Man, there's just Sheamus. too much shit going on. Sheamus. 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 Oh, we forgot about Sheamus. He just got yeah. his ass whooped with a fucking chair while he was hanging from the ring. That shit was fucked up. So, Man, I'm, okay. I'm just going to make it quick. I have Drew McIntyre winning this match. I, I, I barely watch Raw now. It's so you sad. didn't let me finish. Go ahead. <laughs> finish. It's a TLC match. We know that. It's a TLC match. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> will there be a cash-in? I say no. Okay. But if it does cash-in, I say it's a, it's a, it, it is successful. All right. All right. So I'm going to go right off the rip here. I got Drew McIntyre retaining his belt the entire night. I do have Miz cashing in. I don't think it's going to be successful because it's going to be something so dumb because that's all they've been doing around this damn championship reign. Done. Done. So, all right, here's the thing. Ratings are in the tube. You need something to jump spark this. Miz cashes in. Miz successfully cashes in. He's going to be your new champion. Guess what? Miz and Maurice get half as many viewers as NXT and AEW, and there's only two superstars. So here's some quick math. Two superstars get half the ratings. Give them the title. Add those ratings to Raw. The ratings go up. Um, Drew McIntyre, wow. I guess, wins the first. Wins again. Whatever. My prediction is Drew McIntyre beats AJ Styles. So if that's part of it. Well, you got Miz winning. But Miz is going to cash in, get the title. Ratings on Raw on Monday. Who? They're not going down this time. week. They're not going down this week. They need to end that slide. If there is a time where they're really going to switch it up, then I totally agree with you, Tim. This it has to be. You got to throw the title on because it just changes up the whole nature of Monday Night Raw. They've already showed what they, they can give. They've already showed they can give McIntyre a short reign. They've done it once. They'll do it again. You're right. So the whole McIntyre Sheamus thing, maybe that's going to still happen, but not for the title. Me? Yeah. Is why we watch. Uh, I got Drew McIntyre retaining against AJ Styles. Um, I think AJ and Drew are going to tear the house down. This is my match of the night. Um, really? Yes, one thousand percent. One thousand percent. No, no questions. We'll, we'll all we'll all be watching, and we're all going to talk about these matches, and that nothing's going to top this one. These guys are going to kill it. Drew McIntyre is going to retain. I'm going to say Miz does not cash in. But he's going to tease it. Man. See, the only way you can get ratings higher on Raw is if Miz cashes in on Raw. That's my only downside. Fair. Fair. All right. So we got – was it? Was that Drew across the board? Yes, it was. Yes. All right. Well, Miz, Miz cashes in. Remains to be seen. Quick question for you guys. Two quick questions. We're going to rattle right through these. Your first match of the night. And B.A. Go. I have the New Day versus whatever. Her business. Her business? Baszler and I, Jax. Armella and Sasha. I got New Day in the Hurt Business as my first match. And what's your main event, guys? Last I got to be Drew and AJ. Drew and AJ. Drew and AJ. I have Roman Reigns. Yeah. Head of the table. I got Drew McIntyre and, and uh, AJ Styles as well, just because of that money in the bank factor. So that's it, guys. There it is. TLC predictions are in. Guys, thank you all for joining again. I am the Macho Man, Maddie Savage. Alongside me, Insider BA, Timo, and Dan Go. We are the Smack Talk team. Make sure you guys hit us with a follow. It's that simple. And we out. Like, share, follow, retweet, subscribe. Peace!